Welcome to Table Talk, a place for honest conversations and getting to meet friends. I am here with my friend Miguel Reyes. We're so glad you're hanging out today. Probably most of you maybe recognize Miguel or have heard his name spoken in the hallways. Miguel is our high school minister. Yes. Yes. And been at Sagemont like six years now? Has it been that long? So actually, I think it's almost seven. That's crazy. So good. You've done, you do such an amazing job. So he's worked with our student ministry all that time and now is really focusing in on our high school, but does way more kind of, they all kind of help with all the things. And so um, was so excited for Miguel to come and sit with me and talk today. One, because real soon is journey weekend. Yes. Which is a huge weekend for student ministry. If you haven't got your people registered, by the time you hear this, it might be too late. But if they're coming, we're so excited. Hey, we'll take you. We'll take you day of. We'll take you day of. Miguel says, I don't know if Cody agrees. (laughs) (laughs) Cody and Haley might be like, time out. Where are we putting them? No, but um, I think right now, uh, a few days ago or something, I heard over 300 students registered. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's so exciting. Explain if somebody says, what's journey? And I know even people that go, what's D now? Yeah. Like explain just what the weekend is. So uh, I basically tell people a lot of the times it's like, imagine going to church three times in like 48 hours, essentially. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a big worship. Uh, Someone talks about the Bible. Uh, We break up into small groups, gender specific, led by college leaders. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only twist is instead of having your small group at the church or going to somebody's house, and I think it's just a more little intimate setting and get yeah. to a smaller group. Uh, you're, it's more relaxed because you're at somebody's house mm-hmm. instead of maybe at the church, whatever it may be. Yeah. Um, but it's a really good weekend for kids of obviously 6th through 12th to come and, you know, hear yeah. who the Lord is and figure out who Jesus is Absolutely. and experience all those cool things. Yeah. Plus, uh, in the middle of the day, we get to have some fun activities. Yeah. And so we're really excited for this. And have a blast. And I think it's one of those things you and I both have heard over and over and over that Journey Weekend is where... Um, a kid that wasn't really plugged in gets plugged in. Yeah. Um, They meet their friends that are then their friends and they are begging their parents to be at anything and everything student ministry, um, which is fabulous and such a great, it almost is one of those like intensives. Yeah. Like it's an intensive. You come in, you're going to meet people, you're going to hang out with people. But then we also every year have students that come to know the Lord for the first time. For sure. And of course, that's a huge reason why we do it yeah. to for kids to grow in their relationship with the Lord, but also for those to come that never, that don't know him. And even we've, I, mean, I think almost every year we have kids that have been at church their whole life yep. and come to meet, come to know the Lord personally for the first time at Journey Weekend. Absolutely. I think it's like a, it's a mixed bag. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of outsiders come in and they find a friend finally Yeah. Uh, because of that smaller setting in the home and getting to meet the college leaders and things like that. They help mm-hmm. them and, hey, let's go find some friends and let's get plugged in. And I think it's a really cool opportunity for that to happen. And yeah. like you said, like kids coming to know the Lord, people trying to take a step closer to Jesus, like yeah. all of it's happening all one weekend. It's emotional. It's intense. It's yeah. crazy. Um, but it's a good weekend. It's so great. And I will say to the church at large, if you're like, I don't have a student that's in student ministry or a grandkid or whatever, I just hear about it, but I'm not really involved in it. One, pray. Pray, pray, pray Absolutely. from Friday afternoon through Sunday afternoon. Just pray you over there. Right, you can keep praying right now. That's right. Hey. Now, and yes, just be praying for the weekend, for those that are going to come, all the yeah. things. Um, but then on Sunday morning, hmm. 
highly encourage you, don't miss Sunday morning worship of Journey Weekend. Either 9.30 or 11.15, you're going to get to see the masses of students all wearing the same shirt that are coming off of a weekend of worshiping Jesus and drawing closer to Him, and it's an encouragement Mm. to see them. Yeah, I think it's going to be one giant purple blob just (laughs) walking into the sanctuary. It's Um, so fun. It is. It's it's really cool. Uh, Even like uh, Bill will tell us like, that was amazing. That felt so like just spirit filled. Yeah. Just brought joy to our hearts. And then a lot of people obviously feed off of that as well. Absolutely. Brings life. And I want you to talk about this because I think it's one of those that I tell people, I'm like, come on that Sunday. One, it's a huge encouragement to you personally. But then also it's an encouragement to see the next generation because we hear such horrible things about them <laughs> in the ma- in the mass, in the media, all that, you know. Yeah. Um, but then you get to see that and you're like. They love the Lord. They are yeah. on fire for him. You get to spend your time with them. Yes. Talk a little bit just about what would looking at that group of kids, what would you say you look at them and go, this is where they are killing it, doing amazing, just something you see in that generation that excites you? I think um, everybody is, is tired of hearing things mm. and they want to do things, if that makes sense. They want to experience life. And because of that, obviously that can lead you down some wrong ways, Sure, but it can also lead you to some really cool ways. And so I think the students uh, want people to simply like, yes, I hear you saying it, but I want to walk with someone. I want to experience this life you talk about. And then once they're in it, it's full throttle. If that yeah. makes sense. It's like they're not looking back, right? Their hand is on the plow and they're they're going. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all or nothing. And so I think that's really cool. So either you have a group of kids who's nothing, all right, or just there's nothing there, or they're like, We are here. Yeah. I will literally, you know, put my life on the line for the Lord. Like I'm gonna give my everything. Um yeah. and so that's what's really cool to see in, in this generation. Yes. It's it's either you're there or you're not. You know, they're just either on fire or they're not on fire. But like once they get it, it's like they're not looking back. They're wanting to go. Yeah, I love that. Why do you have such a heart for students? Because we all know, listen, anything God calls you to, he gives you a passion for it. And you have a passion, one, for students, Mm -hmm. but you also have a passion for people to know the Lord. You want to talk to people about Jesus. Mm. You are not ashamed of the gospel. You Mm. are such an example of that um, across the board. Why do you have, why do you think the Lord called you to this right now and has equipped you in the way he's equipped you? So I believe like when I gave my life to the Lord, I think it was 18 or 19. Um, someone literally, uh, it was, it was at a party and I made some bad decisions, but I had a point in that day where I said like, I'm done this life. The life the world offers has nothing to offer me anymore. Mm -hmm. I give up, gave my life to the Lord. Two weeks later, someone showed me how to share the gospel an apartment complex, uh, Dio Gamara and a guy named Philip, uh, do three circles. If you know what that is, it's an awesome gospel sharing tool. Mm -hmm. We shared the gospel and my brain exploded. And like, I was like, I understand my purpose in life, why I have a tongue, why I have a mouth. It's supposed to speak the good news of the Lord. And so from that, I also had a lot of weight on 
on my heart because mm. I looked back and looked at all the people I never shared with mm. because I never got it. And I was like, only if I could go back to high school or junior high when I was a freshman or a sixth mm. grader. And if I actually got it, how many people could I have shared with in a public school? Cool. Um, we, I mean, I graduated with like 600 kids. Multiply that times four, six times four, 2,400 kids yeah. that you could share the gospel with. And so I think what's really cool is like, I feel like the Lord has almost redeemed that thought through the student ministry because we're on five different campuses a week. We get to go from Pearland, Passing ISD, CCISD, homeschool, like private schools, you name it. Like we're on, we're, we're talking to these kids, we're talking to these campuses. And I feel like the Lord has redeemed that and is allowing us to just reach a lot of students just with yeah. the good news. Yeah. And um, I guess when you say like, why are you doing this? I don't know, I guess, I guess it, it brings excitement in my heart yeah. and it brings me alive. And I guess you really, recognize I used to be you and you have a compassion mercy and it's like you're not trying to like you know slap kids on the head like why don't you get it right you're more of like oh okay I can see maybe you have a tough background or maybe yeah. like because you're grew, grew up this way and mm -hmm. you kind of start thinking like they do and you're like okay well let's see how let's one pray for you but let's see how the Lord can meet you where you're at and like absolutely let's try to follow see what, yeah. see what it takes us so. absolutely I love that I've never heard you talk about that redemption yeah Part and that's beautiful yeah, that God really has given you this gift of, hey, you want to reach the student? Here's your hit it, and you are y'all are on campuses, y'all are doing. That's really cool. I think like that's a big. I wish I, when I tell our students, I'm like, dude, I wish I could be back in ninth grade and like we would be. We call it full sending. Like we would be figuring it out. We'd be going to school, but we wouldn't really be going to school. <laughs> We'd be trying to talk to kids or whatever it may be, yeah. and and figuring it out. Um, but like I really hope our students hear that when they when yeah. we hear that like you have the opportunity of a lifetime to reach so many people that we all know this after high school you probably talk to max maybe five people if that maybe right. just one um, and so you will probably never see these people again but I mean you can make a difference in their yeah. life simply by sharing so cool I love 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 that you're doing that and one thing that I think is so great about you that's always an encouragement to me is almost that question I asked you of why do you do this yeah. I love sometimes you're like it's what it's what we do. It's what, yeah, it's yeah, what we're yeah. supposed to do. Like, yeah. this isn't a question of yeah. if we should do this yeah. or if it feels good or if I'm comfortable with it. You're like, no, this is what, as believers, we're called to do. Yeah. And you just have that in you. And I'm sure sometimes it's frustrating when you look at other believers and go, <laughs> guys, this is what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And so I really wanted to ask you, um, as you're looking specifically at the adults in the Big C Church, not just Sagemont, but in the Big C Church that are uh, believers mm -hmm. that have chosen to follow Jesus, mm -hmm. that are doing the things. What would you say is one of the things that even in talking to your, the students you get to talk with that you hear or you see is something that is uh, causing stumbling blocks for the next generation that we might not even know we're doing that's causing stumbling blocks? And if, if you don't know... You don't change, yeah, right? Yeah, and yeah. so you're in this cool position to be working with students and be able to be around adults and see adults. You're an adult, right? We can sometimes think they're still kids. Sometimes they act like kids. I did office by them for a while. Um, we but, are children. We are children. <laughs> children. Children of the Lord. Right? There you go. But, um, but you kind of get to see both camps. Mm. And I think it's so good for us to sometimes hear not just how the kids are doing, but as adults, what are we doing that's causing a stumbling block to our students? 
Um, and I'm giving you freedom to say <laughs> it, and none of us are going to get offended because we need to grow, and it's a good thing for us yeah. to hear. Yeah, I think uh, so. For r- real quick, for me, like uh, it was a it was a light switch to trust the Lord. Like mm-hmm. it was you either trust Him or you don't trust Him. They, I mean, I think that's how it works. Like I'm very black and white, very logical. Mm-hmm. That's the way my brain works. Mm-hmm. And so the minute I trusted Him. He was the first person I literally trusted with my whole heart, mind, and soul. Mm. And so that was a sweet moment for me because I finally understood I have someone mm. that I can walk with for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes we we lack trust in him. Sure. And so because of that, when I open the word of God, I read it and I'm like, he says it, it goes. Like there's no, I can't get beat around the bush. I can't get right. around it. Uh, but I think when it pertains to our students, I think a lot of times they're hearing so many voices, yeah. so many voices voices, whether that be on their social media, TikTok, school, parents, authority figures, whatever it may be. It kind of goes back to what I said earlier, but very few people are saying like, take my hand and let me show you mm. how to follow Christ. Yeah. Let me show you how I read the Bible. Let me show you how I pray. Let me show you how I share. Like it's that, that lack of lending a hand out, mm-hmm. no matter who the kid is, whether they look like you, don't look like you, whether right. they've been the same, they've been through the same life you have or whatever, maybe they're pitch perfect student, whatever, right. mm-hmm. like you willing to say like, it doesn't matter. I'm here just to love the students mm-hmm. and love the people because the Lord has told me to. And so I think that's a big thing. Like, we would like to see of just more people saying like, I know they're rambunctious. I know they're sixth grade boys and girls <laughs> and they're crazy. Yeah. Or maybe they're 12th grade and they have a lot of drama, whatever it may be. Um, it's willing just to say like, it doesn't matter. I'm here. Yeah. Like I'm going to be consistent with you. I want to see your life flourish through the ups and the downs right. through you figuring out whether you even want to follow Jesus and still being yeah. like, Hey, I'm still here. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess just a lot more hands on yeah. of just like, Hey, I'm here. I'm consistent. I want to take your hand and walk with you. Right. And I'm telling you so many students would be like, what? Right. Like you, you want to do that with me? Like, yeah. that's crazy. Like yeah. they, they love that stuff. There's this, there's this weird boundary mm. that somehow got created where the yeah. older people yeah. think the kids don't want anything to do with me. Yep. Yep. And the kids think the olders don't care about me. Yep. And both is ex- totally false. Yeah. The youngers are like, no, I'd love someone to share their story with me. Mm. And the olders are like, I'd love to pour into you. But there's this weird thing that makes you think they don't want to hear what I have to say or I'm too much for them, whichever direction it is. And, and don't get me wrong, like student ministry's tough. And sure. like we, we always say we play the long game. So like you might not see immediate results or yeah. like like we, that's not even why we do it, but like you might not see any change in a person's heart. You might be talking to them from sixth grade. It might take until they're 19, 20, or 20 right. years old before you actually like, they're actually like, thank you for spending time right. with me. Thank yeah. you for actually talking to me. Thank you for giving your life to me, essentially. Yeah. And so yeah. Um, we have to be patient. We have right. to be patient. And walk, walk with them through yeah. that. And, you know, in the role I'm in, knowing so many adults here at Sagemont specifically and getting the blessing of getting to know a lot of their stories, yeah. I'm like, Students need to hear for that you sure, went through sure. that yep. and where you are now. Yep. Like, because when you're in the middle of it, when you're 16 and in the middle, you think this is it. Yep. This is where I'm. There's no getting out of this. This is where I'm going to be. Yep. And every day feels like an eternity. Mm. And three months feels like forever, you know. And for an adult to come back and go, no, I was there. Mm-hmm. And I walked through that. And this is what I walked through. And this, look, there is life after mm-hmm. high school. Yep. 
and not in a condescending way of like, of course there is, but real, you know, yeah, a real yeah. way. And I think so often as adults, I encourage people to do this. And one of the reasons we do table talk is so important to look back at what God's done in your life. Mm. Because then you are like, okay, I see what you did. Now I'm going to share it. He always gives us a reason and a story to share. So I think I love that. Just adults, be willing Mm. to share your story. Be willing to reach out a hand and say, you know, how are you doing? Yeah. Tell me about yourself. Also, a lot of students um, can sniff out really quick who's fake and who's real. Yeah. And all they want you to do is be real. Right. Like, mm-hmm. tell me your your dirty, grimy stories that, like, yeah. that way I can see your flaws and see, like, oh, you are a human, too. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what they, honestly, they crave that. They're like, okay, this dude, this woman is... It's real. Like, right. They're, they, they're, they're being genuine. They're showing up every week. They, right. they say they care about me and I see how they care about me. Yep. And they're like, okay, like, I guess I'll start listening. Yeah. 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 There's this, I remember when I was teaching in elementary school and I had this one fifth grader that was just being a toot and just not behaving and the whole thing. So we were having a meeting with his mom and she looked at me and she said, um, she goes, well, he has to know that you respect him before he'll respect you. And I remember going, uh, what? No, that's not, that's not how this works. He respects me and that because yeah. I'm the authority figure. Yeah. And in a school setting, yes, you teach your kids to respect yeah. their teachers, all that. But I think in that trust thing, there almost is that, hey, I'm going to show you that you can trust me. I'm not just going to blindly say, yeah. you have to yeah. trust me. And it's one of those where you look at them and say, hey, with Jesus, you don't have to question whether you can trust him or not. Mm. But because they have so many different things that happen in their lives, they trust is a hard thing Yeah. because you've been hurt because you, and then we take human characteristics and put them on God and that causes lots of trouble. But that's when you are willing to go, I'm going to work with you through this For sure. to show you that. I think too, like a, a big thing with our students is like authority figures. Like they already, like every student automatically thinks that we can buck authority or like challenge it and all of these things. And it's like, they can, and you have to give them that space to do it, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you also, we also have this moment of correction as well. Uh, Random story. Um, We had a student one time come in and his name was Isaiah. Uh, He probably doesn't watch this. He he probably won't even know I'm saying this, Uh, but I love you, Isaiah. He's a, he's a, he's a Adobe right now. Um, He came in and we told him, Hey, like, we have this Bible study or like next week when y'all come, like we want you guys to come and like hear uh, a story. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no, it wasn't that. It was like, you, we asked you to come to service. And he goes, you think we're like buffoons? Like you don't think we'll like actually do what you say or like whatever. And I was like, okay. I say like, I'm gonna give you this space, right? Like you go do what you want to do. Or like you, you say you're gonna go to service. All right, I'll, I'll trust you on that. And I'll let you go to service. Guess what he didn't do? Go to service. He did not come to service. So next week, right, we're in the gym. Isaiah walks in. I beeline it to Isaiah. I say, Isaiah, what do you think we're going to call you? He's like, what are you talking about, dude? And I was like, what do you think we were going to call you? And he was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I said, you said we thought you were fools and buffoons because you weren't going to listen. What did you not do last week? And he was like, Oh, I didn't go to service last week. And I was like, that's crazy because you said we were going to call you a name when like you didn't even become a man of your word. And he like literally sat there for a second and he was like, are you right? Like respect. And then ever since then, 
He has come every week, mm. not to church, but he'll come to the Bible study we have in the gym. And he is, his whole attitude towards us yeah. has completely changed. And so it's like, I've, we've done that with a couple of students where it's like, we'll let you have that space to challenge authority mm -hmm. and like respect, but then we're going to hold you accountable to your own word. Love it. And then all of a sudden like character changes yeah. and they're like, dang, they actually do care about right. me and they do want to see me grow as a human. And they're like, I think this can work. That's awesome. I think this can work. So I think that's so cool because so often we don't want to do the accountability piece because yeah. we don't want to hurt anybody. We yeah. don't want to upset them. Yeah. But really that's the thing that shows we care. Yep. That's yep. the thing that shows we care. Yep. So I love that y'all do that. Yep. And y'all do across the board. Mm. You know, there is an account accountability in student ministry of, hey, guys, this yep. is what we're going to do. Yep. This is what we're going to do. Um, looking at students, what do you think is, um, we talked about kind of the things that are really awesome for them right now. What are the things that are um, just causing them to not walk with the Lord or to not want to have that? What are the things in their lives right now, as you are looking at sixth through 12th graders, mm -hmm. what's the thing in their life that is just hard for them right now? I mean, besides being in sixth through 12th grade in general, but what, what do you look at in the world right now as parents, as we're looking as grandparents, yeah. what is the thing we should be going? Okay. This is hard for them. I think the first word that comes to my mind, we probably all would say this is apathy. Hmm. Like they simply like just don't care. Like, wow. and like the hard part is we're human and I can't make you care. That's what I was going to say. How do you, yeah, what do you yeah. do with that one? And yeah. so a lot of times it's like, I wow. feel like we're talking to brick walls. Mm. Like, and it's just like, all right, Lord, like we do this every week. Like I can't change a man or a woman, like, but you can. Yeah. So like putting that faith and trust in the Lord and trusting that like, He's going to do a work and uh, just so for sure apathy. But I also think like the other one that pops in my brain is uh, cell phones. Like mm -hmm. as much as I sound like a, a boomer right now or an old man right now, <laughs> um, screen time is crazy. Yeah, they I've started. I heard a kid yesterday. I asked him, uh, I said, what's your screen time? He goes an hour. I said, Leroy, I'll give you one hundred dollars right now if your screen time's an hour. He looked at his screen time. It was 12 hours. I'm like, you're in school. How are, How are you, you on here? Yes. And so, so, so many of our kids, yeah. their screen time is like 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 16 hours on, on their phone. I'm like, this got to be not good. Like, this has right. to be not healthy for your brain, for whatever you're feeding yourself. Right. And so I think that, too, is like the, the feeding tube of the brain is like there's so many things coming yeah. in that they're trying to process it. And most of the stuff, I'm going to probably put money on it, is not healthy for them. Right, yeah. Um, and so I would say, like, they're just being fed so many different ways. So I mm -hmm. guess like trying to plus the apathy of not caring because mm -hmm. they're being said, fed so many ways, distinguishing what do I actually listen to? Yeah. What do I actually follow and things of that? Yeah. And I mean, gosh, that's adults too, right? I mean, I think yeah. both of those things, which again, if we're struggling with that in our, you know, in our homes as yeah. adults, well, yeah. of course our kids are. And the apathy thing is where you go, well, I don't really want to actually work on yeah. the screen time thing. That's where the apathy. So then the screen time. So they go hand in, 
hand soundly. And that's one of the things I love that at y'all's winter retreat, y'all did solitude mm. and that quiet. Yeah. Because we do just have stuff coming at us all the time. Yeah. In the car, listening to stuff, on your phone all the time, yeah. TVs. I mean, we just constantly, even if it's good, even if it's preaching yeah. and worship yeah. music yeah. and all of those things. There's not a time that the phone's not playing yeah. a sermon or music or worship music or whatever. It's just go, 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 go. Yes. Go, and sure. that just being still yeah. and being quiet. And silence. Yeah. It's a whole deal. I feel like one more thing, too, is like. Like I've been kind of hitting on this is they want somebody to show them like example, be, be, be the example for them. Yeah. And so they're just waiting to be scooped up and to be shown individually. Like imagine if we had a, a leader for every student in the ministry, right. like what would that look like discipleship wise? What would that look like for the growth of the church? Whatever it may be like, that would be crazy. Mm-hmm. And like that individual care, like every student would be like, they gave everybody in the entire room up. A, a, a person, a, <laughs> yeah. To, to, other than my parents to right. be cared for. Like they're like, what, right? Yeah. Um, so I really, I really think they're looking for like, I hear you preaching, I hear mom talking, I hear dad talking, mm-hmm. but what are we doing? Like, show me. Yeah. Show me what to do. Yep. And so I think they're 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 crying out for an example. Absolutely. Well, I know even just looking at my own girls, when Ashley was in eighth grade, she had a senior mm-hmm. that came alongside her. Yeah. When Allison was in eighth or ninth grade, she had a junior or senior that came alongside her. Mm. Madison and Meredith got that too. And it was really cool to see them as juniors and seniors. Yeah coming alongside mm. young and paying that back. Yeah. But I know a huge part of their growth in the Lord uh, wasn't me and wasn't even this church. It was the one yeah. that yeah. said, you matter and yep. you care. And if I have to come pick you up, I'm going to come pick you up and I'm going to check on you during the week. And are you reading scripture? Yeah. Are yeah. you, do, you yeah. know, and even now Madison and Meredith have that through beside yeah. with girls that are married and in their twenties that are checking on them. That is so important for sure. And giving our students and adults ways to find that because it doesn't always just happen. Yeah. You have to be open to it. You mm-hmm. have to be willing to see it for sure. and be willing to be humble and vulnerable and all the things to really get the benefit out of it. But it also is one of those that if we as a church can figure out a way to go, hey, if you want it, it's available and do that more and more. Yeah, I can think about my one like when I came. So we actually I've been here since I was nine, uh, but we stopped. We were kind of like the Creaster people slash sprinkle in some random Sundays. Right. uh, (laughs) Christmas, Easter (laughs) for about 10 years, literally for about 10 years. And so uh, I came back when I was 19 after I gave my life to the Lord. I didn't even come back. Well, actually, that's not true. I came back to for some like to get a girl that wasn't actually trying to like I was trying to become a man of God to get the godly woman. If sure, that makes sure. Sense. Yep. And uh, and then after six months of sitting under Cody when he was a college pastor, yeah. uh, gave my life to Jesus. And then uh, it was actually Chuck and Cody were the ones for me to yeah. who saw something in me that I didn't see in myself and were like, this dude could be a disciple of Jesus. And mm-hmm. they took me under their wing. And both of them have been influential people in my life. Yeah. And now we all work together, which right. is crazy. Which is fun. Um, but yeah, they were they decided like. You're going to be my one. Yeah. And that made a huge difference in my walk with the Lord. Absolutely. So I think any, I almost think any believer, if you really stop and talk to them about when their walk really took off or yeah. that they all say th- this person. Yeah. I mean, the number of people in this chair, mm. they've said, well, there was this guy. Yeah. There was this girl mm. that took an interest in them. So I love that. I hadn't thought through what, like 
to think of all of student ministry having yeah. a one. I mean, gosh, the whole church, you know, I mean, yeah. to, for everybody to be like, I have this person that's checking on me, that's calling me out, that's holding me accountable because yep. they care about me. Mm. And it is different when it's not your parents or your spouse or your whatever. Mm. It's different when it's a different outside of your family person. It's just like Sage Mont Church. Who's your one? Let's pray for that. You know, I'm like, let's pray that that, I mean, because God does really big things. And how cool would that be if a year from now we're like, yeah, people are purposeful to have their person. We'll pray. Y'all pray with us for that. We'll pray for that because I think that makes a huge difference. For sure. Huge difference. Um, So, Miguel, you personally, how can we come alongside and pray for you? Because you give so much of your time. Hmm. What time do y'all get to Thompson on Thursday mornings? Uh, 7.35. 7.35. Well, we got to pick up donuts by like 7 o'clock. Yeah. And then y'all, they're here on Wednesday nights doing Wednesday stuff. So you give a ton of your time. Mm. And I also know you have your ones yep. that you're meeting with. Because um, I've run into you at coffee shops and different stuff. You know, when you're, and that's not like on the clock. That's you just living your life as a believer, being purposeful, um, planning and doing. But you're also married. Hmm. To the wonderful Anna, who we all adore. Um, and you have a friends and family. Like, you give so much mm-hmm. to the Lord. And I know it's your honor and blessing. But how can your church pray for you? Not just student ministry, but for you. Hmm. I think what's also cool is during this, you know, busy season or busy life, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, I was going to um, student ministry doesn't have a busy season. It's just busy. Yeah, busy life, busy <laughs> It season. just goes, yeah. I think the Lord has blessed me with a lot of pockets of stillness That's and nice. quietness. And um, I guess my prayer would be just that I wouldn't take those for granted mm-hmm. and or uh, run away from those times. Yeah. Um, I love to run. I, I mean, it's a thing that the Lord has given like me. Like literally. Like physically run. go run. Not run away from things, but like you go, you are a runner. Uh, yes. yes. And so what's cool is sometimes it sounds so weird. Um, I will start my run and literally be like, Lord, will you run with me today? Mm. And uh, sometimes I'll run for 30 minutes. Sometimes I'll run for two hours. Wow. And so like in that time, I get to simply just... I don't, I don't listen to music or anything. I just go at the beat of your heart, sound of your foot, feet, um, and, uh, you know, just ask the Lord some questions, think wow. deep thoughts, things like that. And then also, too, um, uh, me and Anna schedule sometimes, uh, like, she works, does dance, and so sometimes I come home, and then she's like, I love you, peace out, I gotta go teach dance. Right. So then I have a couple of hours just to myself, and, again, I can either choose to be, you know, go do something fun and silly or whatever, or take the time to recharge mm-hmm. and to, and to pray and to read and seek the Lord. And so, uh, just prayer that I wouldn't, um, run away from those times yeah. that I would I love be that. still and continue just to be disciplined in the Lord. I love that because I think so many of us would say, man, I'd love to have those moments. Yeah. We do. Yeah. We've just filled them with other stuff for sure. Or we waste them yep. and you go, how did that hour just go by? And so, um, I love that you're purposeful to see that you have the moment, see them as a gift and mm-hmm. then be purposeful with them. Yep. So we will be praying for that for you. Thank you. I that appreciate you continue that. To do that. Thanks for hanging out today. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks for loving on the next generation. Thank you. And just y'all, he loves on the next generation. He has such a heart for all 
people to come to know the Lord. You can't hang out with Miguel for very long before that's where your conversation is. And I think that's such a gift from the Lord for you. And I want to encourage you to continue to use that gift to the full. Praise God. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Y'all, if you have a kid in sixth through 12th grade. This is who they're hanging out with, y'all. I mean, the, and I said, said the exact same thing to Cody. Goofy, silly, all the things that draw the kids in. But then there is this depth hmm. to our people in student ministry that you might not see from how they're hanging out with the little with the people and doing the things. We are 100 percent trolls. 100 percent. They have a great time. Your kid will have a blast. And they might talk about the good. Your kids might come home and talk about, we did this and they shot these Nerf guns and we. But man, they are hearing good theology. They are being challenged. They are being held accountable. So, yes, it's the fun, but it is the depth of spiritual maturity. And so y'all are doing a fabulous job. Thank you. Keep going. Y'all bring your kids to student ministry. Pray for Journey. It's going to be an amazing weekend. Pray for Journey. And then y'all listen to the praise reports. Celebrate the awesome things that God does over Journey Weekend. We don't just want to pray about it and then not circle back around and go, Lord, let me see what you did. Um, he loves to, for us to see his hand and how he does stuff. So thank you for hanging out today. Thank y'all for hanging out for on table talk. We will see you next time.